get into the teaching. Uh, let's take some time to pray as a church family. Uh, school is starting back up tomorrow for people, for families. So I thought we could pray for our kids as they go back tomorrow. Uh, I know for our kids in particular, they're starting a new school. And uh, so they can pray for them. Um, and also, Wendy Pottle, her father, uh, had a bit of a fall, and he already had some uh, health complications, and so he's actually going into surgery tomorrow. Um, and it's one of those things where it, I mean, he, has any, he doesn't have any feelings in his legs right now, essentially. And so it's kind of a, it's a crucial surgery. And um, so be praying for Wendy, uh, her mother, uh, as they are, plus visitation hours are obviously a little wonky right now, so it's very difficult for them. As well, so before we kind of continue on, I was wondering if we could ask a few of us to pray, uh, just out loud where you're at. Uh, some of you can pray for our kids, not just my kids, but all the kids, uh, and pray for Wendy and her dad as well. something in this neighborhood that we can't do on our own, but God, that only can come from you. That the power of the gospel would infiltrate all the homes, the schools, the lives of the people who live here in the South End. children. Thank you for the gift that they are to us and all the things that we learn from them. We pray for protection. We pray for Wendy and her mother. Is, uh, I know this is probably really difficult knowing Wendy wanting to be a doer <laughs> and wanting to do lots of things for her dad that she can't do right now. We just pray that you give her peace that passes all her understanding. She would just rest in you. Her father would just rest in you. God, you are our good father. We worship you for that. We thank you for that. We thank you that you are God and that we are not. And God, we just want to give whatever happened in 2020 back to you. God, it's, it's in the past. God, you are the Lord over the past, the present, and the future. God, we're so excited to see what you're going to do in us in 2021. We look forward with expectation and thanksgiving. Praise in your name. Amen.
Happy New Year. <laughs> uh, welcome to 2021. Let's all say goodbye to 2020. Bye. I know it, it's funny, like every year we joke about this on New Year's Sunday, how we say goodbye to the old year, but this year we really want to say goodbye to last year <laughs> uh, more so. I remember actually this time last year um, was my first sermon uh, as the, you know, the, the lead pastor, John Paul. It's great to have you guys here, Kelly and John Paul. Uh, they, had, they had left here officially and off their new things, and uh, I did my first sermon uh, around the same time. If I knew then... <laughs> What I know now about 2020, uh, who knew, right? John Paul knew. <laughs> that's why he said goodbye to all of us. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyone have any New Year's resolutions this year? Anyone do that? Anyone into that stuff? It's okay if you are. No, me either. Uh, I gave up on that a long time ago. Um, but I do have one, and that is... Uh, not to throw a punch at John Paul after the sermon is all over. <laughs> I, mean, I love you. It'd be a friendly, it'd be a friendly uh, yeah, scuffle. But um, My other New Year's resolution is not to ever use the word unprecedented again and uh, to somehow love the colors orange, red, and yellow maybe someday in the future. But right now, I do not love those colors. Um, New Year's resolutions are hard to keep, and a lot of us have tried to make them, and a lot of times we have failed to keep them. And there are these little promises that we make to ourselves. We want, we're tired of something in our lives that's happening, and we want to fix it in the coming year. We're tired of uh, maybe being unhealthy. Maybe we're tired of the anxiety we experience. We're tired of, um, I don't, it could be whatever, not doing something enough. Maybe we're on Facebook too much. We're tired of Facebook. So we get tired, we're, we're unhealthy, uh, we're tired of that, we, we exercise. If we're tired of feeling anxious, we, I don't know, get off Facebook. <laughs> we're tired of comparing ourselves to others, we get off Facebook. <laughs> I'm tired of feeling angry all the time, I get off Facebook. I'm tired of feeling scared. I get off Facebook, social media. Our resolutions, this is the one thing I want to hear today. This is it. I'm going to, right off the bat. Our resolutions rarely work because they are based on the type of person we're tired of being rather than who God wants us to become. Let me say it one more time. Our resolutions rarely, rarely work because they are based on the type of person we're tired of being rather than who God wants us to become. Now, those things can sometimes line up, but lots of times we're tired of all these things in our lives. We make these huge long list, long list of things we're tired of. We try to fix those on our own. But that may not be the thing that God is trying to form in you this coming year, in this season of your life. I don't know about you, but as a human being, there's only so much I can try to undertake when it comes to self-discipline and self-growth and all that kind of stuff. I just, I can make a huge long list. And I, if I make that list right now, it'd be overwhelming. 
Courtney's list is not very long. Hers is very small. She's perfect. Um, so is Ruth's. Um, thank you. That was funny, wasn't it? Okay, so we're going to look at Scripture today at Matthew, in Matthew 14. Some of us know this passage quite well. Matthew 14. Uh, this is Peter walking on water. Matthew 14, 22. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake. While he sent the people home, sorry, yeah, after sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble, far away from the land, for a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came towards them walking on the water. The disciples saw him walking in the water. They were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, It's a ghost! But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage. I am here. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you, walking on the water. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked in the water towards Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? And they climbed back into the boat. The wind stopped. Then the disciples worshipped him. You really are the Son of God, they exclaimed. In some translations, when Peter's about to walk in the water, here's two words, but some words it just says come, right? Jesus Jesus says one word to Peter, and that's just come, come to me. One word. And Peter in his humanist, tries to make his way out and makes the first couple of steps and begins to, to sink in the water. He sees the waves and the storm and begins to overwhelm him and begins to sink. He begins to drown underneath the surface of the water. Look to think of the scene sometimes, for me, I've thought of the scene before where, um, some of you know I'm a Star Wars uh, fanatic slash nerd, and there's a scene in Empire Strikes Back, the original movies, the second one in the series, where Luke is on the planet of Dagobah. I'm getting really technical now, because uh, I can, uh, in Dagobah, and he's, he's with his master Yoda, right? We all know little Yoda. Um, and there's a scene there where Luke, is, he's crashed his ship into the swamps of Dagobah, and it's completely submerged. And for his training, Yoga, Yoda, Yoda asks him to lift, use the force, right? To tap into the force and lift up the ship out from the water. So we see Luke in the scene concentrating. He closes his eyes and begins to kind of meditate, think on the force, and the water begins to rumble. And he starts to really get into it, right? He really wants to lift that ship. And he begins to almost will the ship out of the water. And he gets about halfway or so, and then, boom, it crashes, because it's just too much for him. And 
the famous line in there, Yoda's, I can't do it, right? Do or do not, yes, there's no try, okay. Um, but sometimes we think of the scene with Peter, the same thing with Luke, that Peter is trying to muster up faith where he's tapping into a power where he on his own, if he can just tap into that thing and just will himself to have enough faith to walk in that water, to step out of that boat and take a few steps towards Jesus, if he can just muster that will up, almost like a, like a, like a magical force, he can make his way towards Jesus. We put the onus on Peter. We think Peter's doing something magical in this moment. At least Peter thinks so. But when he gets out there and the waves begin to crash and the storm hits, fear overcomes him. He's terrified. And he begins to sink. He takes his eyes off of Jesus and he begins to sink. Like a good New Year's, like a good New Year's resolution, it started off so good. He had, he had those first few steps. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine walking on water? What that would feel like? The water splashing against your feet as you just walk out and the wind is blowing, the sea breeze, and you're not sinking. It started off so good. It was a success, really, at the beginning. One step, two step, but then reality sits in. Just like we make our New Year's resolutions, reality sits in. Oh, life is happening now. All these fears begin to come our way. Reality hits us. COVID hits us. A relationship falls apart. Someone in our family becomes sick. Things aren't going quite our way anymore. Just like a crashing wave going up one side of Peter and down the other. It's not so exciting anymore. We hit a wall. Peter hit a storm. The difference between Peter and us, though, in a New Year's resolution is that when Peter felt inadequate, when his fears struck him, when reality set in, he very quickly began to drown in that moment. For us, when it comes to looking to 2020 and making it better in our lives, making these New Year's resolutions, is that we begin to just kind of get comfortable. It becomes a subtle thing, a slow thing where we kind of just say, yeah, that's all right, I'll just do that next year maybe. I'll work on that some other time. It, you know, that, that thing, that commitment I made was a little too tough, I think. I'm being too hard on myself. We tend to slowly fade away into our comforts. Here's the, here's the crazy thing about the story. Again, the difference why Yoda, story Yoda, and this is a little different. Jesus was the one sustaining Peter the entire time. The entire time. So when Peter steps out on the boat, and begins to walk towards Jesus. Is Peter doing that himself? No. Jesus is doing that. Peter has, does not have the power to walk on water. Only Jesus does. When Peter takes his eyes off of Jesus, and he begins to sink, if what we just said was true, how, how is it he's sinking? 
If it's not just Peter, how is he sinking? Did Jesus actually allow him to sink? Was it Jesus who allowed him to begin to slowly go into the water? Maybe. I don't think we like to think of Jesus that way because why would Jesus allow Peter to sink in the storm? If Jesus was the one sustaining him the whole time, then we have to assume that it was also Jesus was the one to allow him to sink in the water, to drown, begin to drown the water. In this story, Jesus was revealing the deeper issue to Peter. Peter had taken his focus off of Jesus. Jesus had, Peter had lost touch with the truth, and that was Jesus the whole time. It was Jesus who was doing something in Peter, trying to form in him into a man who was so fixated on Jesus that fear would have no place in his life. Jesus was trying to form something in Peter, even in the midst of the storm. Even in the midst of the sinking, Jesus was trying to form something in him. As you look back at 2021, sorry, 2020, I'm just so eager for 2021. Uh, Think about 2020 for a second. Before we get into 2021. What was Jesus forming in you this past year? What was he doing in you this year? We We picked one word last year. Some of you picked a word a year ago. Maybe the word you picked didn't really come about. Maybe you're still trying to figure out why God gave you that word. And maybe you're still trying to figure it out, but maybe for some of you, you can look back on 2020 and you realize, oh man, this whole time Jesus was trying to do this in me. Even through all the isolation and the ups and downs of regulations and being separated from people, not being together like this on Sunday mornings. Jesus was forming something in me. This year, this coming year, Jesus wants to form something, continue to form something in you. And rather trying to base our next steps for the, next, for the coming year based on just us being tired of something in our lives, can we truly seek Jesus and ask him, God, what is it that you want to do in my life? Forget what I want to do right now. God, what do you want to do in me What are you forming me this coming year? And the more we get focused in on Jesus, the more he's going to reveal what he wants to do in us. Have you ever taken a photography course? Have you ever taken a photography course? No? Yes, a couple of you? Good? Good, yes, Holly's a photographer. Um, Or maybe you played around with a camera, an actual, like, SLR maybe, or... uh, Nowadays, you just kind of point your, point your phone and it focuses in, right? Automatic focus, boom, done. But sometimes, if you ever mess with like a real camera, <laughs> it's easy to, to actually be somewhere, take a picture, and if that focus is off by a little bit, it can ruin the whole picture. 
you can actually be there. You actually can take a picture of something, and the focus is still, not, is still off. I can still go to church, do the Christian thing, do all the right stuff, but my focus can still be off. My focus can actually still be off of Jesus. Just as Peter was there, he was there with Jesus, but his focus was off of Jesus. Our focus sometimes is somehow on us. So maybe it's on a fear, on a worry, on another person. And it's not focused on the only one who can actually change us, who can actually make a heart that was once dead alive again, to make it new again. The one who makes all things new. So, this year, uh, Catherine, do you have those slides? We're going to close with this. We did this last year. This year, think about this coming year. I want you to think about, we're not going to do it today, we don't have time today, we're going to end now. But this coming week, here's your homework. I want you to go home and just take time and, and say, God, what do you want to do in me this year? Help me get, get rid of all the stuff that I want to do. Help me shed all the fears and the worries and the anxiety that I bring upon myself. God, what is it that you want me to focus on this year? I want you to do it, in, sum up in one word. Ask God for one word. And it could be any one of these. These are just examples. Someone last year had uh, woodworking, I think. Or wood, something like that. Just wood. Can I share that? Sorry. I just did. <laughs> I looked at Martin. Someone had the word wood. I won't say who it was, but like, it could be something that's like the word wood. But God, God what is it you want to form in me? I want you to narrow it down to one word to keep it really in focus. What's one thing, God, you want to do in me this year? And it may be the very thing that you've been feeling that you want to change in your life. It may be that. It really might be. But it may be something completely different that God wants to do in you this year. I want you, though, you need to write it down. You have to write it down. Put it on your fridge. Put it on your mirror. I don't care where you put it, but you got to write it down. Maybe in your Bible, because I know you read your Bibles every single day, so you always see it, right? And write the word down, and so you will always be reminded, oh yeah, this is what God's doing in me, wants to do in me this year. This is the one thing that God wants to do, do with me in my life. And maybe, maybe he'll do more, I don't know. But let's just start with one word. I told Georgianne, she's not here this morning, but she, Georgianne is uh, a John the Baptist, <laughs> A voice crying in the wilderness. I love Georgianne so much because she always calls me with a word. And it's, it's crazy. Um, she calls me and she says, God's just telling me to tell you this. And I'm going to read this verse that she gave me that goes along with this idea. Because here's the thing. This year, you're going to think, I can't do this. This one word, I can't do it. And you're right, you can't do it. The only way you're going to be able to do it is through the power that only comes from Jesus. You can't do it on your own. When we submit, when Jesus says, not my will, but your will be done, Father, 
what he's saying there is, what he recognizes that when you take on the will of the Father, you also receive the power that comes from the Father to do his will. We, we have to remember that. So here's the verse. 1 Corinthians 4, 7. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. Let's pray. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this new year. God, we reflect and we, and we recognize that this past year was really difficult. We, we know that there's a lot of ups and downs. But God, I've heard from numerous people that they were able to find the good things in it as well, too. The things that helped form them to be more like your son, Jesus. And God, that's, that's our mission here. That's, that's our, our desire is that we would learn to live and love like Jesus together. So God, we, we, we pray that for this coming year, for 2021, we ask that you would help us focus in on you. Not just to be in the same room as you, but to focus on you. And God, we pray, I pray for each and every one in this room, and those who maybe listen to this later online, that God, you would give them a word. Give them one word to help remind them of what you are doing in them. A promise of what you want to do in them this year. No matter how crazy the storms get, no, no matter how big the waves get, no matter whether we're in yellow, orange, green phase, whatever it may be, God, that you are still at work in us. And that, God, you are still forming us to be like your son, Jesus. We thank you for these promises. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for this coming year. Praise in your name. Amen.